Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name is John Holmberg. How are you? There's Brady Bogan, Brett Vesley, Big Dick Toledo. And here we go uh, off on a Tuesday morning where last night on the heels of my uh, weekend uh, gambling victories, Based on our Thursday picks, which, by the way, amazing for me. Let's put some cash down. Charity's going to get some money. I'm going to get some money. It's all good. Threw another one down last night that Jerry Judy would have a touchdown. And this Geno Smith character for the Seahawks would throw for over 208 yards. Halftime, Jerry Judy's got the touchdown. Geno Smith has 180 yards in the first half. Let's light the cigars. Let's make this happen. This is a, another two grand in my pocket if I pop this down. Smoking. <laughs> Done sitting deal. In, sitting in the backyard. Guy throws for 15 yards in the second half. How do you do that? I, I didn't even play in the second half. I only lost to him by 15 yards. <laughs> I can do that. That's amazing. Yeah, that's harder to do than throw for the 30 or 40 he needed. I'm going to keep it under 20. If you put an over-under on any quarterback to throw less than 20 yards and a half. Who tipped him off on your bet? And they won. Doing that. I don't know how it happened, but... Anyway, that was a good game last night. It was fun to watch. Football's officially all the way back. Watch the second half with uh, Peyton and Eli. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. I tried, but uh, the, their sound is so bad when they had Shannon Sharp on. Yeah, they, like, I they, can't watch this. They kicked them off, and they got them uh, back on. Did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Having That's Shannon true. sound being screwed skip, up. Skip, listen, <laughs> skip, 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 skip. All right, enough. But his sound was so bad, I'm like, I can't. The first sign of it, they they let him say like three things. I'm like, that's it. I can't take this. I don't know who's in charge of this thing. Not to just cut it off or, do, or do yeah. Why they let it go that long? They finally got him out of there, and evidently it was the headphones. You know what I've discovered lately that I do uh, that kind of. I don't. I, I, it's probably a disease. They probably have a name for it. But whenever something like that's happening, I just hang up 
and act like it's broken. I don't try to fight with the machine. I don't try to do anything. Like I was on the phone with Doug Hopkins the other day, and he's chatting away, and the phone's cutting in and out. And I'm like, ah, I lost you. And I just hang up. I didn't really lose him. I just hung up on him because I couldn't take it anymore. Like the occasional, <laughs> like there's stuff just breaking in. I'm like, I'm not dealing with this until the sound's right. We have so much technology. There's no way. And I watch things on TV. I'm like, where's the producer in this thing? Just act like you lost the Shannon feed. Turn him off. Turn it off and go, oh, we'll get back to him. You cannot allow that to go on. It happens on the news all the time. When well, Let's throw it out to Holly Box. She's standing in a puddle. It's been raining, and she's talking, and there's no sound. And they stay there for like 12 seconds. I'm like, just cut it off. Kill it. You're killing me. I can't take that stuff. They say that in radio, like uh, listeners will tune out. You have three seconds to get your problem fixed. Yeah, the like people are zero, sound tolerance. The zero, like if there's a weird noise, we'll, we'll give it as human beings average three seconds for it's like I'm not listening to that. I don't know who can sit and listen to. It's what makes it tough. Mess. Oh, even tougher for AM nowadays. Oh, if people go, is that there. still a thing? It, barely. No, <laughs> I, I'll go down the hall and, and show you that it, it isn't. It's a. It's there's a museum to AM radio down the hall called uh, I don't even remember what it's called. Sports AM, Bob Kemp. The AM station. What is it called again? Do we have a name for it? The I don't Deuce even know. fan. Yeah, yeah, the the Deuce, I remember right it used to be the Deuce fan, but I don't know if the Deuce is now the fan. The Deuce is the fan. Like, are you guys, do you hear yourselves? Do you know what you're are doing? Are we the fan now? No, the, they were the fan. Oh. Are they the Deuce? Are they the fan? Let's see what it says on their website. I think it's BK <laughs> Radio. We are one door down. We don't know what they KDUS. are. KDUS. I know that. We got no. that part. All right, check that off. Brady knocked that one out of the yard. Oh, thanks. Uh, Sports KDUS AM no, 1060. So it's anyway. not even creative anymore. Sports! Yeah. Yeah, so either way. Yeah, I don't even know why they even do that thing. The Deuce fan. But yeah, if you, you hear anything that's not up to snuff, it's gone immediately. But yeah, I can't watch the Eli and Peyton thing. Their sound is so bad. They talk over each other like in the weirdest ways, and then they stop. It's like a bad phone call when two people are talking at once, and then everybody stops, and then some, and then at the same time you both go, go ahead. Ah, oh, crap. And then you go, screw it, I'm just going to bulldoze. And the person on the other side does the exact same thing. I just hang up now. A couple of rips on each other. I hang up. Boom. It's over. That conversation is no longer valid. Hang up. We'll call back. We'll reset this whole thing. It lost its specialness. I don't play that game anymore. I have no tolerance for it. And God forbid there's any sort of technical difficulty. Helped us get through the pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) I don't, yeah. Did it? (laughs) (laughs) It made us all uh, quiet, quit our jobs and everything else. Uh, but while you were watching football, the Emmys were going on. It was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't switch over. I did a no. couple of times. I did. I did. The first thing I did was switch over. And Gene Smart, who I know from uh, Fargo, and also from Designing Women, who's actually a really great actress. She's really good. She came out with somebody from the show that she's currently on. That she's twenty four too. The girl she? that was with her. No, Gene Smart. Huh? Twenty four. What? Oh yeah, she was yeah. in twenty four. Yeah, yeah, for a little bit. That's right. So uh, she comes out with this girl, and uh, I get the vibe right off the bat the girl's a lesbian because that's the hippest and coolest thing you can yeah. be right now in Hollywood. And uh, she comes out, and she's like acting all shy and standing behind Gene Smart, and Gene Smart turns to her and says, what are you doing? You're acting weird. And she whispers in Gene Smart's ear, and I'm like, oh, it's a bit. She whispers in her ear, and then Gene Smart says, you're nervous. Well, why'd you agree to do this? There's thousands of people here and millions watching. girl whispers in her ear again, and she goes, oh, so you could get a better look at Zendaya from the stage. And then they show Zendaya from uh, Euphoria in the thing. And the girl kind of gives her like the peace sign like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get up in that. And I'm like, imagine if that was a dude. 
Like, so I can look down her shirt. Like, and we can't have those jokes. It's only lesbian sex now, which is fine. But, like, they, it's all so woke. Like, the two things I watched were like, oh, cool. Lesbians. Has, haven't we gotten over the lesbian thing yet? Don't we? It's no longer like taboo or cool or anything like that, or even like recognizable. It's just sexualizing someone the same as if a man did it. And I thought that's what we were mad about. Right? You can't just go out there and start pointing at Zendaya's yeah. cans if you're a dude. But you can if you're a lesbian. That's okay. I don't get it. Yeah, how does Spider-Man feel about that? Because she's going out with Zendaya. She was. Is she still? Are I, they still doing it? I think they're shacking up. Yeah, does she need some lesbian breathing down her neck? Because I want to I hit your honey hole as a woman. Like, oh, thanks. Yeah, the show's a little open to it, but maybe I'm not. But yeah, if she would have gone, ew, yuck. She'd be all over TMZ like, uh, oh, she's homophobic. And I'm like, yeah, but some people don't want to have gay sex, and that's still okay. And but, you know what they're saying? Come on, it's just a joke. Right. Oh, but we say oh, that, right. and that just oh, doesn't go that Every way. time Tom Brenneman gets brought up, yeah. we're saying, F-. he can't say, oh, it's just kidding around, guys. Quit, quit acting like a bunch of f- and just deal with it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's just a joke only goes one way. And then poor Jimmy Kimmel, who I'm not a huge... I used to think Jimmy was really good, and then he got political, and I'm not big on when people go crazy political. It drives me bananas, especially comedians. They're supposed to be the ones that make fun of it, not take a side to the point where you're like, oh, it's just a rally, and I feel like he's done that. Uh, but he did a thing last night where he acted like he died, and uh, he's standing in front, and then a woman named uh, um, Quinta, uh, Quinta Brunson. I've never heard of her, but she's on that Abbott Elementary Gotcha. Quinta Brunson, and she won an award. And Twitter exploded about white privilege. Oh, look at Jimmy Kimmel and his white privilege staying on stage while a black woman gave her acceptance speech. And she didn't care. She was, like, joking with him. And afterwards, they asked him, like, what did you feel about Jimmy Kimmel robbing you of your moment? And she goes, oh, Jimmy's fine. I'm fine with Jimmy. He was he gave me my first shot on a late-night talk show, So, and we're on the same network, and he's been so happy for me. And I'm thrilled with it. Yeah, but it was white privilege. I'm like, okay. No, and I have the, no idea. The fact that she didn't care doesn't matter. That's the awesome, fact that, the, uh, that she yeah, actually stood up and said, I don't care. They just deleted it. They're yeah. just basically like, okay, like the press afterwards, we're all over. But And it was all a reaction to these dickheads on Twitter who blew it up immediately. The comments on Twitter were, uh, you know, Jimmy Kimmel expressing his invasive white male privilege laying in the middle of uh, Quinta Brunson's Emmy speech. He had no business to take up her space the way he did. He should be canceled. That's the most racist thing I've seen on television in a long time. He laid there and acted dead. He didn't pass out because a black person won. They had a bit together, and he played it out. And then they drug him off stage. It wasn't over yet. It wasn't a great, funny thing, but nothing on the Emmys was. I was going to make this into a meme about who... Uh, Quinta and Jimmy represent in academia, but I just tried. And every stage, I'm tired of black women having to exit with grace and maneuver around the white roadblocks that are put in front of them for no reason. Like, man, this is getting out of hand. Like, we, uh, Jimmy told a bad joke or did a bad bit, and ev- suddenly he's, you know, a plantation owner. He's, he's, he's whipping people. He must be one of them Trump guys yeah, he, now. Yeah, exactly. Jimmy is on their team. Jimmy couldn't be more liberal and more accepting of all things. And he did a – the Emmys is supposed to be entertaining, right? It's not supposed to be a, a civil rights rally. 
I'm proud of you. You won an Emmy. Pat yourself on the back. Let's not get too serious about what you've accomplished here. You're an Abbott Elementary. You do a comedy that has tons of jokes in it that fall flat and tons that hit hard because they go down a road they're not supposed to. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel is exercising white privilege. Jimmy Kimmel's show is all about how diverse and and woke you can get. That's why I don't like his show anymore. It's the most woke thing on TV next to Stephen Colbert's woke fest. It's ridiculous. It's, there's a reason Greg Gutfield, uh, Gutfeld is winning all of the late night stuff. First off, people who watch Fox News never turn the channel. I think there's part of that. Second, he's making fun of all this stuff, and I think most people want it to be made fun of. It's so, the first time uh, I think Cotton Candy got an award. Did Cotton Red, Candy Red win Cotton Candy. Oh, that was Lizzo and her. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Lizzo showed up. Well, originally she had a dress on, but she was eating so much candy that it just fell on her lap and became a clothing uh, option. She's gigantic. I don't know how she dances like she does because I watched her get out of a car. You watched her try to climb stairs. It's it's getting harder by the day for her. And if anybody really cared, they'd, they'd, they'd get Lizzo in touch with that Hungarian doctor on 600 Pound Sisters. And try to get some of that stuff sucked out of there because she's not going to – she ain't – she's never going to live to 40. There's no way she's going to make it. Keeps this way, no. She's going to have all sorts of issues by then. But, you know, maybe Jimmy Kimmel will get in the way and white privilege her uh, away from the buffet table. And she, she could use a few white roadblocks on her way into the old uh, sizzler, you know. <laughs> maybe if Jimmy Kimmel laid down in front of her all the time, she couldn't step over him and she'd drop a couple pounds. She'd probably just – roll over him but yeah i was i i watched a few minutes of that and i'm like well that's no good and uh and of course everything that happened was the most important thing in the world it was this is uh, it really was yeah, i mean they the ones that i saw I, I just saw a bunch of the acceptance oh it was a it was like not even speeches it was church man they were singing they were talking about how this is motivated this means something and if you're a person who dreams um, because I'm holding the stupid Emmy means that your dreams can come true, and I'm a, and it's always been that way. But it seems different now. It seems like they feel their accomplishments are so much more important than they are. Meanwhile, the ratings are going to suck because Monday Night Football was on. Yeah, I'm trying to find them. I, yeah, it's no it's, overnight it's, ratings yet. No, oh, they, I'm sure they. Everybody's got, just bitching about Keenan. Well, Keenan's not funny. Well, and that's what everybody's saying. Yeah, he's, he was a dud. He's never been funny. He's 30 years of unfunny. He's 30 years of the safest character in Saturday Night Live history. 30 years on SNL, pretty much, uh, 25. And how many characters can you remember that Keenan's done? Like, what's his lasting memory? If I say Dana Carvey, you'd be like, oh, massive head wound Harry, Hans and Franz. If I said... I think uh, the host of Jeopardy would be about it. Because didn't he host the Jeopardy one, too? A he did times? Black, Black Jeopardy. Jeopardy yeah. yeah. That's about the only one I Will can think Ferrell of. Will Ferrell and his uh, deal with... Uh, he was Alex Trebek when... Yeah. Uh, um, Daryl Hammond did Sean Connery, and then right. Burt Reynolds, Norm McDonald's Burt Reynolds, which was very funny. Yeah, Will Ferrell, you go back and you say, okay, the cheerleader sketch, the angry dad. Oh yeah, he's got all sorts of everybody that's been on. They were on there for like four years. Keenan was there when that was going on. Nothing. I only remember his Nickelodeon stuff. I know who I blame for this. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel has been in his way the entire time. White privilege. He's a comedian who did a gag. On an entertainment show, and somehow or another, he's getting hit with white privilege. Everybody needs to calm the f*** down. Even if the black lady who got the award isn't mad, then everybody else can't. You can't be mad for the sake of what she should be mad at. you you, you got way too much time on your hands if you're looking at things for white privilege. It exists. But me telling a joke and, like, 
He didn't steal her moment. I'd never heard of Quinta Brunson before Jimmy Kimmel laid down in front of her, and I didn't care. Good for her. Congratulations. You won something. They're mad at her because she's not mad, Mm -hmm. which is the crazy part. Yeah. Why aren't you angry? They stole your moment. She goes, I didn't think my moment was stolen. It's the biggest moment of the night, pretty much. And this is why I don't watch the Emmys anymore. I end up getting angry at the end. What one for, like, best everything? White Lotus was winning everything when... Outstanding drama. Let's see. What do you want? Best overall. Best series was... Or best actor in a... No, that was uh, Murray. What's his name? Lead actor in a drama series. Yeah, Yeah. Lee Jong-Jay. That was from... uh, Squid Game. Squid Games, yeah. Lead actress in drama series, Zendaya. Yeah. For Euphoria. She's good. And if you're a lesbian, you can say so, that you want a banger. If you're a guy, it's creepy. I would like to see that one time. We're like, uh, it is, you know, like when the lesbian points out the hot chick in the room and the, and the hot chick goes, look. Because <laughs> I hate to break it to you, gays. Uh, and you guys can make jokes about how gross heterosexual sex is. I find, uh, I find the idea of it if I didn't want it to be gross. Now, as a gay, I've yet to tap into the sexual nature of being a homosexual because, frankly, it sounds awful. Chocolate Baron is Chocolate Baron around, sounds yeah. awful. Around uh, the corners where fudge is made. I learned that from Brady years ago. <laughs> And I don't want to plunge that anytime soon. And I don't want to be in there on some furry dude. So my, look at my face now. I'm talking about it. It's not even real. <laughs> so, yeah, some of us find that to be uh, not our cup of tea. Again, I learned that from Brady. Uh, when you want to say something f- sucks, you say not my cup of tea. But, yeah, you're not allowed to have a reaction to that stuff. If, uh, if somebody's hitting on you and it's woke, it's okay. But if it was some creepy dude... Like if, uh, and they make Leonardo DiCaprio jokes all the time. They made another one last night that Zendaya's uh, too old now. She's 26 to date Leonardo, and everybody thinks that's great. Like we can rip that, dude. Surprise me, outstanding variety sketch series. It won't be SNL. One. Oh, was it? it was SNL. Oh, was it? Who yeah. are they up against? <laughs> well, variety and sketch. They have specials. They have. Oh, uh, okay. You know, yeah. I thought, all sorts of sketch things. series. I know. Yeah, I don't know. They, they'd be up against, like, Fallon or something. Yeah, they do that sometimes, too. They'll have that on there. Like, the talk shows will have their late-night sketch or variety. But that's outstanding variety talk show. Yeah, they that's have that, too. Yeah. yeah. They, they've, they've mixed John it John Oliver got that. Or it's just a handover. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon doesn't get nominated for much. What station was that on? What? It wasn't on NBC then, right? Uh, yeah, it was. What, what, was yeah. Fallon there? Oh, he had to be. I mean, I, yeah, I was just going to say. I mean, he's on everything else on that network. He had to be. I haven't seen it yet, but he had to be. And I'm sure he I'm sure he pushed out his white privilege all over somebody doing something. But it's just like, it's an eye roll. Instead of, you know, being He was supposed to be there. He passed out. <laughs> he was drunk. He was drunk <laughs> backstage. He passed out in front of uh, Quinta Brunson and made more white roadblocks for her. That poor lady had to step over so many white men last night. Yeah, it's uh, it was no just mention it's of it's yeah, I'm crazy. It's and it's been that way. But again, those award shows used to be fun and funny, and I used to like look forward to it. And the, uh, like years ago, Seahawks Broncos with the uh, the Seahawks being a team that don't really matter, uh, and then the Emmys are on up again. I probably would have watched the Emmys a long time ago. I used to love that show. It was funny. They had like you get moments. There was nope. a huge surprise presenter. Who's that? Pete Davidson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pete Davidson was your big get. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Well, and I even had to Google it last night when Toledo was making comments about uh, Keenan when he was texting us. I'm like, yeah. 
Why what are you talking, talking about? about? Yeah, I literally do. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and the award shows, nobody watches them anymore because people like to be entertained. They like to have fun, and you've taken the fun out of it. Remember when Jack Palance in the Academy Awards did all the push-ups, one-handed push-ups? He's like 70, and he won for City Slickers, and he did his one-handed push-ups saying, I'm not too old for Hollywood and all this stuff, and it became the running joke of the night. And that one person said, wow, Jack Palance going way out of his way to do those push-ups took away from everybody else because that's all anyone could. No, we all had a moment. It was fun. It was funny. We had a good time with it. People were kind of relaxed. But, you know, the last thing you want is somebody you've never heard of from Abbott Elementary to tell you why you're doing the environment wrong. It makes the uh, Will Smith, Chris Rock bit that they did a lot yeah. funnier. <laughs> yeah, that, that one. See, because, yeah, if it was a white guy that went up and white privilege slaps. I wonder if it would have been okay if he'd have hit like, uh, if he would have smacked Will Ferrell or something. Like, yeah, white guy talking about his wife that way. Can't do that. That would have been a great bit. That would I, I would oh, have loved. Yeah. yeah, but it would have been. We still okay. got time. It would have been <laughs> more acceptable. But he uh, he knocked Chris Rock around. Yeah, the award shows. Uh, oof, not good. But uh, football was, so that's the good side of it. And you know what the most amazing thing about last night's game was? I don't know if you guys stuck out through the whole thing. The last kick was 64-yard field goal to win the game for the Broncos, which was a questionable call in the first place. Right. You went out and spent $70 million on Russell Wilson, and you got a fourth and four in plenty of time, and you run the clock down to try a 64-yarder while you got this you know, multi-million dollar arm. Fourth and five. Out. Yeah, you went out to get him to beat his own team. I mean, you think he'd be a little bit motivated for that. But anyway, run out the field goal. And I noticed that uh, when the field goal went uh, just uh, to wide left, just a little bit, I noticed that um, I don't know what the Seahawks mascot's name is. He caught it. Sewer chicken? Yeah, yeah. he did catch did it. See that? I saw that, yeah. And I thought of you, because you would be the expert on wearing uh, mascot costumes. How hard is that? It's a good catch. That's an eight or nine foot costume. He's looking through a little screen. He's he's uh, got wings. You know, it, for worked, it worked out. For is him. it blitz? That's okay. what it says. Yeah, it worked out for him because he basically wow. put the green basket it. up. But I mean, still got it you, to see it from inside the suit. Should be probably one of the highlights. I this agree. Week. I thought that was one of the best catches of the game. You can't see in those things. I mean, I unless it's if, uh, uh, Sesame Street, then you can see you know which kids <laughs> to avoid and which kids to. Get. But seriously, that's a great grab. It was. Off a, you ever try to catch field goal? It's also hard. Those things are knuckling around, and he stood and just cradled it. I'm like, the mascot just snagged that. Barney Barney Rubble is not catching that <laughs> outfit, and that's, that's because the vision is limited. Vision and your pod is just solid. He's, he's all head with the little, <laughs> little thing, cave baby, dress. Yeah. What do you do with your arms? Is it just half your you arms? You have your arms, but the shell of the head. Oh, you can't get him around. Yeah. I see. He's you, a barrel. You got a T Rex arms. You're a barrel boy from K- yep. Barrel boy's not making that catch, and half of no. him's sticking out. That was an amazing mascot grab, and Blitz did it, and I was. You're I was a, pretty impressed. Your question was answered right off the bat. I wonder if there's going to be some boos from the crowd. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Whoa, they, they had a few, they had a few moments for Russell. That was about uh, a yeah. hundred decibels of booing and jerseys that said fraud and like they, they were mad at Russell. I'm like, I didn't see that coming. Seattle just turned on him. That she, was an interesting part when uh, Peyton and uh, Eli were talking about it. when Peyton went back. You know, to Indy. Broncos played the yeah. Colts. He goes, the difference is, I'm a little surprised the NFL did this. They put Russell back on game one. He goes, I yeah. was game seven, and that kind of 
made it a little bit the the season was going, but I wouldn't throw the guy to the wolves right off the yeah. bat, no. and uh, you find no, out no. you're a road team. But they looked the at all the stuff. They compared the numbers. Yeah, and the crowd at Indy kind of like gave them, a, you sure. know, clap for them right off the bat, and then when the game started, they're pulling for their hey, team. Seattle was uh, yeah, there was, was no there was there was really not a whole lot of. Love there. It seemed they, they had a plan to boom. Went from the coach to the crowd. To Good. I like that. You leave my team, you're no longer part of what I, I – I got no love for anybody that bails on the team. You leave for whatever – and say it's a business, guess what? It's a business for us too. I bought your jersey. Boo. I spent $200 on a Russell Wilson jersey if I'm a fan. And he left and said, oh, it's a business, I got to do this. Boo. Immediately, you're no longer one of us. You're wearing that weird cyber pony. And it was pretty great, I have to say – Watching the Seahawks beat them because it does make one you feel, foot away from walking away. It was rocky, sort of in its weird way. If you got the really the dude that left because this team can't win and they don't protect me and money, they don't have the money I need, and I'll yeah. go. Somewhere. And then that team that you leave beats you with this journeyman guy who can't throw more than fifteen yards in the second half. <laughs> I should have booed. I was booing, but yeah, it was. Uh, I kind of like those stories. I like the ones where you. You kind of wander away going, well, that shouldn't have happened. And Russell's got to be a little embarrassed that he couldn't. In opening I wonder day, if uh, too. Hackett made the call because he doesn't want to make it so hard, the loss. If he went for the fourth and five and didn't make Look, it, he's protecting his precious quarterback. If he's protecting his quarterback from his old fans, it's kind of like Katie Hobbs not debating Carrie yeah, Lake. Right. If you can't sit with Carrie Lake for an hour and a half, I don't think I want you to be my governor. I could beat Carrie Lake in a debate by just staring at her going, Jesus Christ, you've lost your mind. <laughs> That's You won the debate, lady. You've gone nuts. That's basically what Broomhead was saying yesterday, yeah. too, when he was talking about that debate. If, I, I don't want a governor that's afraid of the other. I'm not going name-calling. I'm not going to yeah. go against this conspiracy right. theorist. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. No name-calling. Well, the better thing about her is <laughs> if you got to protect her from the uh, other side and she can't be in a room with them, it's the same as Russell and the Seahawks fans. If you're protecting, they're not ready to win. Right. They're just not, yeah. the, they're just not the one. If you have to sit and go, well, I can't put you in the same room as the person uh, that you're running against because they'll make you look foolish, then you shouldn't be governor. I don't even know if Katie Hobbs is any good. I know Carrie Lake is bananas, and I kind of like that about her. I've never heard a politician say big dick energy more than once, ever, and she's done it a couple times now. She loves the BDE, and she's got it. She's great for radio. She is. She's going to be great for us. Awesome. But I could sit in a room with Carrie Lake and just listen to her talk. That's the that's the way you win the debate. You let her do all the talking. She'll bury herself. She's like, you go nuts. You tell your story because I think you're fascinating. You're amazing. Right. If- you keep talking. And I would very passive-aggressively tell her, Katie Hobbs' team to say, let Carrie talk herself. Let her go. And then just sit back and go, I'll let you guys. She's doing the work for me. I'm, all my plan is on the website if you want to check it out. I'll let her. Dig her own hole with all this craziness. You're nuts. And I would call her that. You're a nutbag. <laughs> you know that, right? You've lost your mind. The border is that? Yeah, we get it. We know you're crazy about the border. Cuckoo. And then Ted says, all right, all right, no name calling. Cuckoo, Teddy, cuckoo. But yeah, if you're not, like, if you've got to protect your, your best player from fans or other teams, like protect them, like oh, we can't even get you out there. Then you're, then you don't have a good. Come on, and you did a great job. Yeah, you're all right, honey. They're going to be mean to you, and I don't want you to deal with it. We'll let the leg take it yeah. from here. Guy almost made the kick. Oh, if he makes the kick, it's a different story. Yeah. Also, Wilson leads his team to victory against a you know hostile environment. It's it's the difference of four feet. 
Less than that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, man, that blitz caught that ball, and I was pretty goddamn impressed at that mascot with those wings underneath that. I mean, he tucked it. It was immediate. He had no issue. He's ready to run. Didn't bobble. Yeah, yeah. He could have returned it. It was a great grab. I was impressed. It's not easy to catch a, a field goal. That end-over-end wobbler. And he's got to manage whether or not it's going to hit that pole. And he's in a bird suit. They need to sign him up, put him on the other side of DK Metcalf, because that dude can catch. Yeah, mascots. I always fascinate uh, myself with silly things, like when they do something like, people don't realize how hard what that guy just did was, except maybe Brady, people who've been in the suit. Because <laughs> until you've been in it, watching that dude for the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz dive down stairways and slide like yeah. it's skiing, like, you know, we can't see where he's going, right? You know, that the head isn't his real eyeballs. And so when he's down on his chest, he's staring down at the ground and hoping for the best. The, the costume's heads up, but nobody's, nobody's eyeballing anything. That's flying blind. The gorilla, I know he gets his eyes in there, but you, Not put, 100%. you put a mask on that. It kills your peripheral. You're yep. done. You can see barely straight forward. And that dude's doing 360 dunks. And, I mean, it's pretty You're a amazing. defenseless receiver sometimes as the yeah. gorilla. I would prefer, you know what, I, I, I would, I'll place this wager. Now, I did this last year with the WNBA, and they never took me up on it. I would coach a team of eighth-grade boys that I put together against the champions of the WNBA, and, and we would win. I, and just from Arizona. I wouldn't even limit it yourself. I limit team. myself to just Arizona. In fact, I'm going to go so far as to say I'll take a team of eighth-grade boys from Chandler and Mesa. That's all I need. Those two cities, and I'll put a team together that will beat the WNBA champions. I that I can guarantee. Why? Eighth grade boys can dunk, and that's the difference maker. I mean, they're more athletic at eighth grade. So I put that together. Another thing, as a, you know, I'm like P.T. Barnum with this WNBA. Another thing I would do, now that I think about it, is in costume, I could put together a team of sports mascots that will beat the WNBA champion team. I, I guarantee you, the gorilla, uh, Squatch, well, I don't think it's a thing anymore, but he used to be up there in uh, Seattle. You got the bear in Je- Utah. Uh, that uh, the Nuggets won the the Rocky Mountain lion. Uh, we would have to add a new rule of no tail pulling. What's the the what's the bear called? Or the, I forget. Toledo might know. Squatch is still a thing, but I think they renamed him because he's the storm mascot. What did they name? Him? Ooh, I don't even want to know. Squash. You can't call. Can't call a girl I, basketball team the Squash. I, I think they renamed it. <laughs> Go get him, Squatch. Hey, not you. The furry thing over there. Hey, not you. Move the mascot. Squatch blitz the Mariner Moose. Yeah, oh, well, the Mariner Moose. I'm not going to put on my team. He's got too much going on. He's got a lot. I, I, the like guys who are looking through peepers. Uh, the gorilla. I'd even and just for fun, I'd have Mister Met in the middle. Just to clog up the center. It would screw up everything. I could put a team of sports mascots together right now to beat the WNBA champions. You don't want to take my eighth grade challenge? Fine. Philly fanatic. No, um, he's, he's, he's a mess. On, San Diego chicken. Uh, is he still a thing? I San Diego so. chicken's an athlete. Yeah. I would take yeah, if that. Yeah, he's around. Sparky the Sam. Sun Devil. That dude's doing a yeah. thousand push-ups a game. Well. Brutus the Buckeye is no, head. No, I don't like it. I, I want a guy who's skills. see-through peepers. He's I don't got f- one guy with head. Mr. You're biased. Yeah. You're Matt. biased with the <laughs> Brutus the Buckeye. He does not have that many skills. He doesn't do much. Oh, a lot more than you think. No, but he's not. Brady, stop <laughs> it. What is wrong with Guy gets after him. No, he doesn't. I've seen him. He walks and waves, and he doesn't do much of anything. Push-ups. Push-ups, fine, but he's he still got the big He does as much as the Stanford Cardinal tree does. And I would put the Stanford no Cardinal way. tree at power forward. Would you? 
we would beat the WNBA team. They wouldn't get it over the tree. Yeah. And then they, and the best part is, is at halftime they'd complain that the costumes are causing them trouble. And I, I, it might be like seven to six. It might not be an offensive powerhouse game, but my mascots would beat the WNBA. I put the champ Seminole in there. The oh, Seminole Indian. You want to really screw that? He's yeah. my point guard. Yeah. Florida, he got put the stick down. Actually, no, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He can play with one hand. There's Florida State Seminoles in. Sparty. Who? Oh, the Michigan uh, State Sparty. I don't yeah. like his big head, though. A little it, bulky. He's too big. Like, well, I want a guy looking through a regular hat. Like Brutus, Brutus Beefcake over there in Ohio State. I don't like his big head. Mr. Met's the only one that can do that. It smaller. His yeah. design is not to touch the ball. It's to just clog the middle. And then flop. I want him to flop. Man, can you imagine how good the mascots would be at flopping? Especially the Philly Fanatic, but I don't, I don't want him either. What about the Randy, uh, Randy Johnson guy that runs the uh, yes, circles out yes. there? I mean, the legend. Yeah. The Diamondback legend. There's your center right <laughs> there. There they go. I'll put Randy at center. We would put a team together, and they would complain <laughs> that it wasn't fair. The Irish leprechaun from Notre Dame. I love him. Yes, absolutely. He's a backup point guard. He's the sixth man. He's coming off the bench. And they would beat the champions. Rain in threes. And the best part about it would be the post-game press conference when they complained. So, well, I mean, come on. Who would beat these guys with all the – you know who would beat them? Every NBA team. Every one of them. Not just the champions. The lowest level. The worst team in the league. The Houston Rockets would beat the team of mascots. WNBA girls? A disaster. That Stanford Cardinal would have 20 blocks with just the top of his head. <laughs> These girls would go bash. They'd foul out. They wouldn't know what to do. Now, I'll give it to them. There'd be some steals because the Seminoles got to carry that big spear around. <laughs> of course, this is kind gold. of gold. John, you have to put Dinger on the team. Dinger. <laughs> yeah. How, did we, how did we forget Dinger? You're right. How did we forget Dinger? Just for the chance. I'm going to that game. Yeah, I, know, I know what you're doing. <laughs> You're going to try to get with away with, with it. With his yeah. sign. Look, Jimmy Kimmel, enough of your white privilege. Yeah, I love you, Dinger. Mad you said, scramble. You said eighth grade boys from the Jewish school too, right, John? Okay. I have. How about this? I have to take it from Jesuit or uh, religious school. All religious schools. I can't even take from the inner cities. I will beat the WNBA champions with uh, eighth grade, uh, you know, I don't know if they have a, like Seton. Oh, yeah. Uh, knock them stiff with some Seton kids. I'd, I'd go over and get to, I'm sure I could audition some of those super tall Jews and, John, and is, knock a couple of those is out. Is Guardian Wahoo still a thing? Man, I don't know. Did did they change? I think they, reti- I think they retired. Let's now. put Wahoo back on the field. Let's get them one more time. One more lap with Wahoo. Just like Pujols coming back for his last run. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure there's a few I don't even know Bernie about. Brewer, is he uh Bernie Brewer's pretty solid. That head's pretty big, though. I'm still looking, big head. still looking for dudes with uh, regular-sized yeah. heads. Did you say you're putting the Denver Nugget Cougar Oh, yeah, the, uh, that mountain, the, or the mountain lion. Yeah, he's in. That dude's an athlete. The, the gorilla would score 80 points against oh, the yeah. WNBA girls. With no trampoline. The, I was going to no say, trampoline. without the tramp. Well, there's trampoline. Trampoline, sorry. <laughs> I, I, so, WNBA, if you want, I will be... Challenge. I'll be the P.T. Barnum. I'll be the, the Charlie O'Finley. I will put this together. I'll put my own money on this. Nobody's confused. Isn't Brutus that big steer from Texas? No, we don't. No, want, that's we have, Bevo. Yeah, we can't beat Bevo. Bevo's the living. And, you know, <laughs> he's not going to score much. <laughs> but yeah. if we just kept him cherry picking down set. low, we get a couple Picket of. Picket fence. Yeah, we just have to teach him to get out of the key every three seconds so he doesn't get a. 
if a penalty called on him. But yeah, the WNBA uh, championship team loses to my team of mascots. Now I get to pick, and there's probably oh the West Virginia Mountaineer. Forgot about Solid. him, dude, in just a Mountaineer yeah. costume. Yeah, that's it. Does he have to have the musket? Oh, gotta like have the, the musket and the big beard. Yeah, yeah. Caleb from Schreiner just said, "I want to play on your basketball team." All right, you're in. <laughs> Why not roll them out there? Need you to take a charge. Better still. Yeah, better still. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Okay, but that's Candace Parker. She's pretty tough. Look, Caleb, do you want to play or not? Now, here, let me cross your legs for you to make it look like you're comfortable. (laughs) I hate that commercial Caleb's in now, and they've got his legs positioned in the cross. And you know he didn't do that. Somebody had to lift little Caleb's right leg. I don't think I've seen it. Casually seen it place it. it up over his knee, and it looks really uncomfortable. Like like all of a sudden Caleb got... Like th- they broke it to get there? Well, like uh, it's shattered in 13 <laughs> places just to do it. If he could do that, he could walk. If he can whip into a comfy figure four, he can walk. But Caleb could play. And you know what the best part about that would be? Like I would... Time out! Time out, mascots! All right, everybody over here. Dinger, doing a great job out there. Mountaineer, I need you to do me a favor. Pass the ball to Caleb. And Caleb, I want you to take the next shot. I don't care if it's open or not. Take the next shot. Oh, you really think so? She's a lot taller than me. Yeah, Caleb, I need you to take that shot. Okay, Chief. All right, let's get out there, mascots. Roll out there. Mountaineer man gets it. He dishes over to Dinger. Dinger back to the Mountaineer man. Mountaineer man over to Caleb from Shriners. Caleb from Shriners lifts up, takes the shot. Blocked! Boo! (laughs) The booing, because that's the WNBA girl would block Caleb's shot. And, oh, would she be... The biggest, off the, court. the biggest villain on the planet. Success again, Diana Taurasi. Now, I could be fooled because if Diana Taurasi pulls her hair back and I call a timeout and all the mascots come running over, I'm not going to be able to tell that she's not one of the mascots with that <laughs> face and nose. I'd like Hide to, in the huddle. Yeah. I'd like to throw another one in, too, please. All right. My Zippy. Zippy, the Akron Zippy. Use the tails. <laughs> Zippy and Dinger. Is That's he a right. kangaroo? You know <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I have a feeling we're going to start a league, and I get an idea who Brett's going to draft and why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Zippy with the number and, one pick? And, <laughs> between Dinger and Zippy, but I'm going with what it. some of the Japanese baseball <laughs> Zippy. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> Zippy the Akron Zip. <laughs> That's Brett's team. Good, 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 good. You just hear the giggling after each oh, draft. Taking the with the fifth pick overall in the mascot draft, Brett's team takes Dinger. Good, 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 good. Hey, I, I put the challenge out there, ladies. So, and I know you're like, oh, we're above that. Because you know you're going to lose eighth grade or mascots. Or I'll combine the eighth graders with two mascots. You have to, I have to have two mascots on the floor at all times. And I'll, t- oh, you know who is really athletic and doesn't get enough credit is Howler. Baxter oh, does yeah. all right. He's all right when he's Baxter's not high. Pretty, yeah, when Baxter's, really good. Baxter's not kicked out of his brain. But it won't matter for my game. I'll, I'll, I'll pay him in weed. I will put my own house up for this because I know for a fact the KUPD audience will fill. We'll only put it in that Coyotes half arena. I'm not going to go crazy and rent out Gila River. But I'll, uh, I'll put it in the Coyotes arena. We'll put that game on. And I can I – can, it's, I, I, it's Bobby Riggs, Billy Jean King. I know for a fact that if we lost that if – if they won it, they would think it's some sort of victory for women, which is even funnier. They win it in overtime. Like, yeah. Well, if, if they <laughs> look, if they it, it works for me no matter what. If they win the game, hilarious that they would celebrate it like it's some sort of like we showed him. You beat mascots, <laughs> champs. You got yourself a ship, and you're screaming and yelling at me about you know the cardinal tree. They won't do it. 
put together an all-star team. I've seen your all-star game, WNBA. They had to start one over because the girls ran the wrong way. That's the truth. That's a real fact. The opening tip, the girls with the ball ran to the wrong basket. That's the all-star game. That's the best they have to offer. Ref blowing the whistle. All right, let's do. start to tip over. You guys are going this way. Oh, God. And they just stood in the middle of the thing, bouncing it, looking at each other like, which basket's ours? I'm like, that's something your coach should have taught you like months ago. <laughs> Remember which way you were facing during the tip? That's where you're going. Idiots. Just got the tip. They all got turned around, got vertigo, and started to run up the stairs. <laughs> Where are you going? Oh, geez, I forgot. I forgot the game. WNBA. But that mascot last night, your guy, Eagle the Zit. Blitz. Oh, I don't know what his name was. Blitz the Seahawk. Blitz the Seahawk, which they do often, and it usually results in a sack to Seahawk. But they didn't get him last night. A couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, but for the most part, that was a nice win. And, it, and everything's back in order in the room, you know? It's normal again. Seahawks, Steelers, Bears, all won. Bungles lost. It's the way it's supposed to be. It's the way things feel right. Guys that are passionate about their It's a great team. start. Yeah, yeah. Guys, guys that really care got their wins. And guys who pass. Who be, guys are kind of wishy-washy. Due to be checked out until you know maybe they're in the playoffs, maybe they're not. He won't care. Hey, hey. Yeah, one of those guys. One of those guys. Anyway, uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.